0: Welcome to HeartSpace, a show that gives you tools to live in alignment, connect to your intuition, and lead from your heart. I'm your host, Sarah Lewis, intuitive life and business coach, and my mission is to empower you to build a thriving business that brings you freedom, abundance, and joy, and allows you to make an impact by following your heart and sharing your truth. This is where you discover how to step in your power as a heart leader, follow your sole purpose, build an online empire, and create conscious wealth and abundance for yourself and your community. All that by serving the world. And let me tell you, this world needs you, your heart, and your light. So are you ready to light up the world and make it a better place? Let's do this hi my loves welcome back to heart space thank you so much for tuning in with me today and for taking some of your precious time to be with me for this episode and today i have another conversation that i want to share with you and I haven't been really posting two interviews in a row but I feel that these conversations are important now more than ever and I want to share them with you from my heart and to share these beautiful heart leaders with you what they're doing in their businesses and show you what is possible for you as well if you're just starting with your business and want to see how people have been successful in their online businesses not just online but online and offline businesses in um, spaces like wellness and spirituality um, intuitive um, guidance and coaching and all those things and I think it's really important to show you that it is possible especially right now with everything that's happening in the world um because of the virus and a lot of people losing their jobs and that really breaks my heart to see so many businesses struggling right now um and also solopreneurs or soul printers heart leaders that have um small businesses online or offline having a really hard time right now especially but um when you do have an online community and work online there are things that are more accessible and available to you so this is something that you can start now if you have more time than usual you can start this finally this may be the exact time that you need this is kind of like the time is now basically Um, whether you want to start something to do part-time on the side um, or as a main source of income and a main business. So I just really want to show you that this is possible and it doesn't mean it's easy or it's easier than something else but it is absolutely possible for you to start this and create that and to lead with your heart and create a heart-centered business um, that is led by your heart and your intuition and connected to source and really share your gifts and your messages with the world in that way. So that's why I'm bringing you another conversation today. But before we dive in, I do want to share a few things that I have been working on behind the scenes to support you during these times, in case you haven't seen that already. So there's a few things. The first one is resources, free resources, to support you during these times with the virus and all that, the fear and anxiety linked to that. Um, also support you with your health, um, your immunity, and your business, and also also to stay in alignment and stay grounded and in your heart during these challenging times and you can find all this of course in the show notes I will put the link or you can go to my website directly sarahlewis.co forward slash covid dash resources and you will find a lot of things there and I will keep updating this um, as we go so that is the first thing for you and a few more things. The second is that I am um, opening and I already have opened spots for special kind of one-on-one coaching during these times at a special rate. So I usually only take on clients to work with long-term and I usually don't do one-off sessions but right now I felt called to do that at a really good price for you um, and it's for 111 so $111 instead of 333 with the code march2020 and i will put the link as well in the show notes for this and it's available until the end of march after that i won't be taking any one off uh, clients for just one session i will continue working with my one on one clients for longer support and i have also reopened two of my online programs, online courses that are self-study courses and that I wasn't planning on reopening at all. And those courses are Awaken Your Intuition, which is a six-week self-study course to really help you dive deep and connect to your intuition on a deep level so that you can use it for everything in your life. So to really lead your life and also your business if you have one or are planning to start one. Because intuition is truly one of the most important tools and it's really, really, priceless when you start to learn how to connect to your intuition and allow it to guide you in everything in your life it really changes everything Um, so this course is now only 111 dollars instead of 444 dollars so this is a really limited time opportunity it will only be available at this price until the end of march as well with the code love three 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 at checkout and the reason i reopened this is because i feel that these times are really calling us back inwards and that now more than ever it is really really essential that we build trust in ourselves in our intuition and allow it to guide us and follow its guidance really um so i will put the link in the show notes as well for this and the other program that i reopened is release and rise which is a three-week course that i created for the end of 2019 and really to support you um, to navigate the times um, and enter a new decade a new year 2020 so i ran it back in december and it was very very supportive for all the people who uh, enrolled and i just felt that right now is a time For us to release a lot of things a lot of fear and limiting beliefs and so much more and to rise so i have reopened this and i am giving it out for free so i will also put the link in the show notes for this or you can go to my website sarahlewis.co forward slash rise and enroll for free and do this course it is um, a beautiful experience and i highly encourage you to do this Now, the last thing that I want to share is that I'm working hard to create as much free content as well in my Facebook community, the Heart Leaders Collective. And so I have the weekly Sunday trainings that I've been doing almost every week now since the beginning of the year. And I'm also looking into having some group meditations for free um, as lives in the group and to bring on some of you, some of the people who have beautiful gifts to share, to do something in collaboration um, with me or on your own. I'm still looking into ways to do this so that you can share those gifts and your information, your knowledge with the group. So... Definitely check out the group if you're not in it already, it's a beautiful community and we're really coming together and supporting each other and I love seeing how this is evolving and I'm so grateful for that and for each and every one of you. So that's it for the announcements for today. I know it was a little bit long, um, but I truly want to find ways to support you, especially right now during these times. So don't hesitate to reach out to share what you would need or share ideas. I am more than available to support you. And you know where to find me on Instagram. I love to chat there. You can uh, contact me at Co on Facebook or my email as well um, I think you know by now so for today's conversation I chatted with the amazing Lindsay Schroeder from our and R. Lindsay is a spiritual coach light worker Reiki master intuitive healer and she is a passionate divine feminine practitioner Lindsay is a gifted intuitive and energy worker and she has cultivated a practice that is all her own Her services are often described as otherworldly, without words, transformative. Her comprehensive approach to wellness and spiritual connection includes coaching, mindset, um, connecting with the lunar phases, embodiment, busting limiting beliefs, manifestation, EFT, NLP, crystal work, healing circles, meditative practice, rituals, creation, and so much more. In healing her own deep wounds, she found that she longed to share the practices that helped her release her childhood trauma, work through past relationship issues, develop deep self awareness, self confidence, and self love. She is passionate about helping women become conscious creators of the life and businesses they truly desire. So, without further ado, let's bring Lindsay on for this amazing conversation. So hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for being with me today on HeartSpace. I'm really excited for our conversation and I just want to welcome you and thank you for your time for being here today.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited.
0: Me too. And the first question I like to ask all of my guests is what was your morning ritual like today? If you had any, of course.
1: Um, so my morning ritual today was a little bit different than my regular one. Actually, visiting my sister out in West Virginia. Um, and she woke up and made me some tea before I set up. So I set Aww. up a little mobile studio for my work day. And then I did about 50 minutes of like guided meditation practice after sitting with some tea. So mm. Deepak Chopra has this Soul of Healing affirmations on Spotify that I really love to do. And they're alphabetically organized. So they're an affirmation for each of the letters. So after I set everything up and was drinking tea, I just laid down, kind of covered my eyes, started did some tapping on my third eye, really started to Mm -hmm. relax my body and like get each of my energy centers into alignment. And then I really listened to the affirmations almost as if you would work with a tarot card or an intuitive guidance card. I kind of Mm -hmm. allow my mind to fixate on certain things and those things stand out to me as the messages that are specifically for me in this day.
0: I love how you're you're making it your own and it sounds really grounding and so, so good. Thank you for sharing.
1: You're welcome.
0: And so can you introduce yourself a little bit and tell us about your work and what you're doing in the world? And it's I've been following you for a bit, so I know you do a lot of beautiful things. So can you tell us more and share what you've been up to and what your work sure. is?
1: So my name is Lindsay Schroeder, I'm a spiritual wellness intuitive business and mindset coach with a company that I founded, Hour and Large. I specifically focus on supporting solopreneurs and heart-led women really utilize different tools and techniques to develop their own intuition, reprogram their subconscious, shift their mindset intentionally, and up-level their life and business. I work with a lot of women who are birthing new businesses or still in early stage entrepreneurship, or just really starting to align with doing things their own way, and starting from the inside out. So really starting to consider what it is that we're carrying with us that doesn't serve us, what type of programming, or kind of autopilot processes we're following, what rules we're following, whether or not we determined those, or we were just provided those from a parent or society or school or this or that, really just becoming and stepping into that conscious creator role because each of us are always creating our reality manifesting at all moments and it's starting to shift into doing that with intention and consciously instead of just watching it unfold Mm,
0: I love that I think that's so important especially nowadays and I love that you do that I love how you created your own kind of method right so can you tell us a bit more about that and and what tools you kind of mentioned it but the tools that you love to use the most with yourself and your clients uh, when you work with them
1: so the the style is really different for clients like the order in which we Mm -hmm. go into things that everything's completely customized in both my 60 and 90 day coaching programs But I find that one of the things that's really special about the work that I do is that I'm using my own intuitive capabilities. So I can Mm -hmm. taste energy. Sometimes I can see energy. I really get to like feel these threads that come up, which help me ask deeper questions, more aligned questions and kind of follow down those little energetic flares that come up when someone's telling their story or talking about what's blocking them or where they want to go. And what's special is that I'm not only utilizing that skill or that tool or that muscle, but I really love to support my clients in seeing, feeling, hearing, tasting, doing, and being a part of that energy signature that I'm following. So that after our work, they've had exposure to how their own energy communicates with them and communicates with me. And I'm showing them how to feel those things, how to read those things, basically how to learn the language of your own intuition. So that afterwards, mm. you can both send and receive messages in a clearer way with your own intuition. I think that's something that really separates my coaching practice from a lot of others.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love working with intuition as well. And so in my work, I've, I've worked with mostly four types of intuition, but I know you mentioned more. So <laughs> can you kind of tell us and take us through the different intuitive types um, mm-hmm that you work with and you're familiar with?
1: So one of my favorites is I taste energy. And yeah. the, I describe it as tasting it. It's more that the, the language comes through as descriptions of taste. So how I might describe mm-hmm. food, okay. I am able to describe energy in that way. And so someone will say something to mm. me and I'll feel like a real delicate flavor on something or I'll feel something like with a lot of punch and it will allow me to really follow energetically the things that they're both giving me verbally and with their body language and kind of what energetically they're processing it just helps me download and understand things with more clarity so I'll mm. get a flavor in my mouth and that will help me process what it is that they're saying or need or like what's missing from what it is that they're describing and it's really supported me in utilizing my own energetic capabilities and intuitive capabilities really support my clients in a deeper more holistic way so that's one that I I really love and works really well mm-hmm. for me one that I don't hear too often um no, so seeing with your third eye is rare. another form of intuitive conversation one that we're pretty exposed to so really being mm-hmm. able to see things maybe getting flashes maybe getting pictures overlaying maybe having images popping up into the mind You can also have um, auditory supports, you can start to hear things or Mm -hmm. a lot of times things come in for different sides for me and I'll actually like hear them or think of them on a specific side and to me that will give me an additional message of whether or not that will best move through my masculine or best move through my feminine or if depending on who I'm interacting with, if they need more of one of those things or if. Maybe the message I'm getting is something they need to let go of or something that they're carrying too closely or gripping too tightly. It might come in through a specific side to give me the information of this is because they're more skewed in this direction of like, let's call more balance into Mm -hmm. their divine feminine, divine masculine. So you Mm -hmm. can hear things, you can see things, you can just know things. So sometimes Mm -hmm. it just like comes from inside of you and you feel this deep knowing, even though you might not have had that feeling or that knowing beforehand. So just knowing, just feeling, seeing, hearing. I really love the tasting. And then some people will also get almost full memories, both sensory, auditory, visually, and just kind of full memories from previous experiences that they might not be connected to in this body or with this um, state of being but that they Mm -hmm. call it up as if it's a memory and processes in that way. Mm. So those are some of the few different ways that intuition can speak to you.
0: Mm, Yeah, I love that. And would you say that, so the tasting is definitely something that I haven't heard much about. So it's really fascinating that you talk about it. Uh, Do you feel it's connected to the sensing, the feeling that we get, or is it a little bit different?
1: Well, the tasting downloads come in a few different ways. And so sometimes I get just like very much the feeling of having eaten that thing. So Mm -hmm. I'll describe it and I'll start to like My body will even mimic the way that I might speak or communicate Mm -hmm. if I were to be eating that thing. And other times it comes as almost like a recipe of different flavors, like how you would layer, how you would add these things. And it comes in energetically. So instead of like a pinch of salt, it might be, okay, a pinch of eloquence and then a little bit of this and then building on top of this previous experience. And it almost gives me like a recipe energetically for them. And so... The closest way to explain that is with flavors, the layering of flavors. Mm -hmm. Even though it might not be a true taste like on my tongue, it comes through as a flavor profile almost.
0: Wow. That's so fascinating. It was really weird
1: when it first started happening. And I was like, I have no idea how to process this. And as I started like trying different things, I like got very clear on the different ways that it comes through. And now it's super supportive in my practice.
0: Mm hmm. So tell us a little bit more about how you got started with this, because I'm sure that when you, you start having these um, and you, you're not necessarily aware of it, it kind of may be difficult to integrate and to use. So how was your journey into this world? And and um, yeah, so how how did it look for you?
1: When I was really little, I was really intuitive. I remember knowing things mm-hmm. that I probably shouldn't have known or couldn't have known. And I got in a lot of trouble for it. Like the main one was that both of my parents were thinking that the other one told me things that they weren't supposed to tell me. Ah. And I just like would say things and would know things. And so for a while, it didn't serve me well in my environment. So I kind of shut it down. And it wasn't until I went to college when I was off on my own and could really explore the things I was interested in that I found those intuitive capabilities coming back up. I started meditating. I started considering breath work and kind of going through the rounds of yoga until I found Kundalini and exploring. Mm. And as soon as I graduated college, I ended up moving back to um, a similar area to my hometown. I moved to the city of Chicago instead of a south Burb and I started working at a wellness facility and was just exposed to more than I could have ever imagined. I started doing aura therapy readings and getting Reiki attunements and working with intuitive channels and mediums and started buying tons of crystals and cards and just absorbing anything I could possibly absorb for my own healing. I had a lot of childhood things to work through, a lot of relationship Mm -hmm. things, a lot of black sheep things, a lot of energetic weight that I was carrying around. And so in the beginning I was consuming all for myself to like, feel these things, move through these things, shift these things, see them differently. And by the time I got to like working with plant medicine, I really was able to consciously and like in partnership with the unconscious shift things that I no longer wanted to be determining the way that I thought, the way that I felt, the way that I existed. And as soon as things started to click and I started to see major shifts, I just wanted to give it away. I was like, I want to share this with absolutely everyone anyone mm-hmm. who would describe feeling anything like I had previously felt, I was like writing almost prescriptions. You have to try this meditation, and you have to do it in this order, and like consider journaling for this. And like here's a few prompts and here's an affirmation and like try all these things. And after a while I started doing coaching programs without really knowing it. I was like, okay, we're gonna talk here and then I'm gonna have you do these things and then we'll come back and do this and then I'm gonna show you this thing and I'm so excited about and after doing that for several close friends. They one of my at the time a, one of my partners looked at me and she was like, You need to be doing this. Like this is a career. This is a life passion. Mm-hmm. And I had never loved anything enough to really start my own business from it. It always just like made more sense like you punch in for someone else than when you punch out, like you can be done. And even though I would do blood, sweat and tears for every one of my previous positions, I just had that false understanding that like, oh, it's not mine. You don't have the same like liability and you don't have the same pressure on you when you work for someone else versus when you work for yourself and after she said that to me I just like I started doing things without even really thinking about it I looked into opening a business bank account and starting an LLC and like I had a domain name and a Facebook page and an Instagram within like an hour of that conversation was like how did that happen and it just kept going I just never stopped and just kept moving further and further and ended up leaving my corporate position pretty soon after starting it. So.
0: Wow, amazing. I love how things unfold naturally when they're really meant to and supposed to happen that way. And there's not much you need to really do except for taking aligned action, right? Yep. Like it just unfolds naturally. Yep. And that's amazing. So you've been, you've been basically doing this full time for quite a while, right?
1: Yeah, um, which is really exciting. Like, it happened very fast. And, you know, I was taking clients around my work hours on the weekend, like, doing all these things. And I've been doing wellness-focused and spiritually-focused events for, like, many, many years now. And so I just started, like, going further and further and doing more and more. And then eventually I was like, okay, I'm, like, getting annoyed at my real job because it's taking time away from my business. And I'm like, I think that's, yeah. that's the tipping point. So. Mm-hmm. Dove in
0: for sure. Amazing. I'm so glad you did because you've been serving so many people and living your purpose, which mm. is amazing. Yeah, when did you know so that good. it was did you know it was your purpose when you kind of started working in that space or just when it kind of was like I can't do anything else and even <laughs> the corporate job was taking away from those hours?
1: I think there are layers of integration. I think when I first found spirituality and wellness, I knew it was something that was going to change my life. Like I could feel it radiating off of that. And then definitely when I started working with plant medicine, it was like, there's just, there's nothing that I've experienced that has shifted things as rapidly, has integrated things as rapidly. Like there were some major things that I had worked on for years that I thought I was in a really good place about. And plant medicine just showed me like, the steps that you've taken have been one step and now we're going to take 10 steps all at one time. And it was so magnificent and so like jarring to see that level of depth and healing and how fast things could go. And like -hmm. you mentioned, when you are released and when you are just allowing things instead of gripping and trying to see the how or the why or trying to make it fit into a specific mold, plant medicine kind of takes that away from you and allows you to just integrate as you should be integrating. And that like absolutely changed the game.
0: Mm. And we haven't actually talked about plant medicine on the podcast yet, but I love that Mm -hmm. you're bringing it up. So if you're willing to share a little bit more about it, that would be amazing. Yeah.
1: So the specific plant medicine that I'm referring to is ayahuasca. And so ayahuasca is the sacred um, mixture that's made between a sacred vine and a sacred leaf. Um, out in the Amazon, and so they're brewed together. and one of them has the power of like ancient wisdom. So this root just carries this deep both medicine and understanding of what it means to be a being, what it means to be one with consciousness, and like different facets for different people, but this just old soul, old understanding. And then the leaf does carry hallucinogenic properties. So when you put them together in a very specific way, it becomes this medicine that the the trees, the plant life, Mother Earth herself can actually speak to you and connect with you. And everyone's experience is different. It really is one something that you can only do on your own, even though you're supported by a shaman, staff, a community. But the clarity that you get, the understanding that you get, the intuitive downloads that you get, the messages, the visuals, all of these things are just so profound and so beautiful and it's an experience unlike anything else and my ability to consciously choose to integrate things and let go of things and process things I had really developed that for a long time and when I got to the point where it was time to learn how to receive and sit back and magnetize and really step into my divine feminine plant medicine showed up in my life and it really walked me through that process and showed me like this is what it means to like step into flow this is what it means to allow this is what it means to receive and it kind of asked me to look at every deep healing process i had gone through and see it from that new lens Mm
0: -hmm, beautiful and it really does call you when oh, yeah. it is your time, right? It's not like oh, something yeah. that you like, oh, I should probably try this just because <laughs> you're curious. It's like, it's, it's something it calls you, right? The spirit oh, yeah. There's like a deep yeah.
1: connection to it. Like all of a sudden you're fixated. You want to listen to new things. Like every, it piques your interest in such a like from the inside out kind of way. And then it, sometimes it's a process for people of researching, finding a place. Connecting with the leaders of the ceremony specifically was really huge for me. The set and setting, similar to like a psilocybin experience, is extremely important for ayahuasca. There are different facets that stand out for different people. Um, For instance, like the sacred music is an important part to the experience itself and the ceremony leader that I specifically worked with. The way that she sound heals was so aligned for me. That was one of like the biggest transition parts. And, like, the thing that held my hand and supported me into getting to these deep spaces of healing was the the music that she creates because the medicine touches her in such a way.
0: Mm, Beautiful. Thank you for sharing this. You're welcome. And I wanted to ask you something else. So now do you... You, so because you're intuitive, you work with your own intuition, but you also work with guides, spirit guides and angels. And for example, maybe the Akashic Records as well. Like how do you, do you work with these entities or not?
1: So I've had my Akashic Records written, like um, read before. I personally mm-hmm. don't call up Akashic Records. I think it's a beautiful mm-hmm. practice, but it's something that doesn't make itself clear for me for a myriad okay. of clients. It's popped up before, but it's definitely not something that I, like, use regularly. And so I tend Mm -hmm. not to advertise the just one-offer things. So, for instance, like, sometimes people who have cast in your space come up for me, but that's not something that I can, like, access directly. Like, sometimes it happens and it pops up, but it's not something that I would ever, like, publicize because it's not a skill set that I've developed enough to be able, like, to say, like, oh, I could offer this to the majority of my clients. Um, personally, in my own intuitive practice, I have quite a few guides, quite a few of them are animal related, um, just from, I have a deep connection to life experiences as a few different animals. So I connected with those both from a really young age. One of those like physical horses in my life were huge. And I always was able to experience like deep communication with them without words and without physical movement of just like understanding what it meant to be that animal was really cool. And so that's been a strong connection and has allowed me to connect with other animal guides. I really like working with um, goddess lineage and sometimes water, um, beans, water animals, that kind of stuff. Bath rituals are one of my favorite things ever. And so water itself is a strong communicative property for me. I can do some of my best work like both in the water and like before and after water treatments. So I love working with that. And then specific things will pop up with clients. So I have some clients who really connect to like the, sor- the word source or the word God or the word angels. And so sometimes their strong connection allows me to connect in a different way because I'm really building a sacred container together. And so once we enter into that like energetic exchange, I'll be able to connect to things that I might not use personally for my own practice because it's the language or it's the interpretation or it's the process that would really yeah. serve that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I feel that that's really important. Um, And when you say you work with water, it got me kind of curious. Is there a lot of water in your astrological charts or has it like something?
1: I'm pretty fiery. Um, Oh, yeah. Okay. Astrology wise. But water has always had this like deep calming effect on me. And yeah. because of that like it helps to like bring things down so normally yeah. uh, I tend to like overburn like sometimes <sighs> it can be fire that you know causes wildfire instead of just fire that cooks food and keeps you safe it can sometimes get over so the like mm-hmm. use of water in my own personal practice like I can't remember the last took a shower it's always a bath and it's like a ceremonial bath every time I do it like it's crazy my poor partner has to like build in time for my ritual bath almost <laughs> daily but I have like a absolutely beautiful like three-person chick bathtub in our bedroom and like ev- it's surrounded by crystals and plants and like oh, salt wow. lamps and all of these things and, like every time I'm just like a little witch putting potions in there and using the like pulling of the drain as a releasing practice and staging or palisantoing every time I get in and I love to meditate in the bath too like the water itself is just you can set any intention and in it's so amplified by water. Water supports you in whatever healing or releasing or intention-setting practice that you want to bring to it.
0: Yeah, that's so beautiful. I love uh, ritual baths and I haven't been able to really take any in a while mm-hmm. because I don't have a bathtub, but uh, yeah, it's definitely just going sometimes into ocean really mm-hmm. helps in that sense as well to release and it lets everything like soak out of you and you can actually feel it yep. and it's so beautiful and I love that you do that and in such a beautiful way and build a ritual around it I love it's that so
1: much fun I was just recently in Florida and one of the mornings I got up to watch the sunrise and I did a live stream meditation from like right at the precipice where the water is kind of coming up and curling like watch the sunrise and just like Got deeply connected to the planet and ran my hands through sand for like an hour in the morning. It was absolutely magical.
0: Mm, That sounds really magical. And I'm sure like Florida right now must be like in terms of like it was, it's winter where you are. So Florida was really nice. Florida was really nice. Yeah. I got some sun.
1: (laughs) I got a nice can. I like stocked up on some vitamin D. It was wonderful.
0: What would be your. And like your interpretation or your reading around what's currently happening in the world with the whole corona situation, if you want to share a little bit more about that.
1: One of my favorite interpretations, one of my friends, Emily Moyer, just recently posted something about it, and I'm pretty sure the topic of the article that she wrote was Challenges Opportunity. And showing that like as much as this is such a deeply challenging time for us and it's affecting us all in different ways that we could possibly have like projected, looking at it as an opportunity. And so I've started to consider the things that I want to offer in addition to my regular practice, like to the communities that I've built of like how can each of us be offering like our gifts in a supportive way. And sometimes that's just starting to shift the mindset and looking at it differently and how can we support and like you can quarantine, like you can stay you know, closed off from others and really help us not spread this, even if you are not directly affected by it. And it's definitely changed my thinking because I have a little one now. So it makes you, it makes you see things completely differently. But when I read her article on challenges, opportunity, it really struck a chord for me. Uh, There is so much space for growth here and there's space for connection. Like we look at the internet and we look at this social media platform that we have and it's two the two sides of every coin we have what it's done to us in our community and our connection because we're able to do everything screen through screen and so yeah that takes away human to human connection sometimes but it also allows us to connect in like deeper and more profound ways than we could have never considered how many years ago and so looking at this as an opportunity to utilize those connections in new ways and how can we keep supporting the things that are important to us, how can we still keep building our businesses? How can we reflect and react? And then personally for me it's dealing with the fear. So the fear is really causing an even bigger problem, I believe. And so anytime you get completely deep experience of fear, your cortisol spiking and your immune system's dropping off. And so in a technical sense, fear is really the one of the main things we have to work through so like in addition to washing your hands and staying separate from you know large groups of people processing your fear lowering your cortisol upping your immune system is absolutely huge and then looking at that fear and addressing that fear similar to how we would look to a limiting belief and like reprogram that but what is the fear telling you like what are the messages that are there what do you need to work through and where's some space for opportunity as Emily would say
0: Mm mm-hmm yeah, I love that. It's so beautiful to just kind of reframe things and see mm-hmm. see them in that light. It makes oh, yeah. everything so different. But um, so how would you, because I know you, you talk a lot about empaths and supporting empaths. Mm-hmm. How would you address this for someone who maybe identifies as an empath or a highly sensitive person, someone who feels a lot and maybe kind of gets caught up into all yeah. this chaos and fear? Yeah, so?
1: This is a really important time for you guys, because anyone who is a highly sensitive person or is an empath, you're taking on a lot right now. And so like, yes, the quarantine is really speaking to a lot of our introverted friends who are like, I've been waiting forever to like execute <laughs> this yeah. experience of like, i <laughs> being encouraged to stay away from people. Totally fine for me to say, leave my groceries out on the front porch. I'll get them once you leave. But starting to really set some energetic boundaries now that you have this physical boundary between you and other people, it's starting to set some energetic boundaries, both with yourself and with the experience. So sometimes that's when and how you're consuming things from the internet. So that deep dive into the Google talking about, you know, all of the fear might be better served in specific times and specific places. You also want to set and clear out anything that you're carrying with you. One of my favorite practices is my mosaic practice. And it Guides empaths and highly sensitive people through this guided visualization that really shows you okay, what are the energetic pieces that make up your mosaic? And then what are pieces that are in there that don't belong Mm. to you? And start to pull those pieces out because we pick up energy from other people, we pick up fear from other people, we pick up intention and thoughts and downloads and you know, these snapshots and almost messaging of how to feel. And so, you might be carrying someone's tension, someone's anxiety, someone's lack of relaxation. And that will definitely affect you, your physical body, your mind, your spirit, your soul. And so doing the work to separate those two things and then let go of what is not yours, let go of what is not serving you is almost as important as setting those firm energetic boundaries to protect yourself. So you kind of want to partner those two things together, set up for success by taking care of your energetic boundaries and setting those. But then when you do start to take energies on that are not yours, don't belong to you or aren't serving you, following through on a process to like shift those out, shed those, release those.
0: Mm, that's so important. Thank you for sharing that. And I love You're the awesome. mosaic um, imagery and, and how you explained that. That's very I powerful. I can send you a and... link
1: for it. It's a meditation that yeah. I have on Insight Timer. And it's really, really supportive for empaths and highly sensitive yeah.
0: people. I think that would be really helpful because um, I definitely know a lot of people who listen to this podcast, but also in my audience in general, who are definitely very sensitive and empaths. So it would be really supportive. So thank you. I will send that for you. It's
1: so nice to just like follow that process and let some of that out and be guided through it because you can do it intentionally, but sometimes it's harder to stay on that track and follow that and just like allow it to come to you. It's a mm-hmm. relaxation process so that even though you are an empath, even though you are a highly sensitive person, you don't have to feel like you have to like do a ton of work to process this it just naturally carries you through. And then also provides you the benefit of relaxing and aligning
0: mm-hmm. and getting into that yeah. meditative state. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'll definitely put that into show notes for anyone who needs it um, and kind of staying with that topic. But I've been personally feeling that um, there's kind of this challenge during these times where everything is uncertain and we don't know what's happening, what's going on in the world and all that. And as healers or coaches or people with gifts, and I like to call us heart leaders, Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of sometimes hard. Should we kind of not show up and just take some time to also not, I don't know, it's kind of this battle. And I've been sensing that we need to continue showing up and doing our work without guilt or anything like that. And I wanted to kind of have your perspective on that.
1: Well, I think it's really personal. I think there are going to be some of us who are really guided to show up because Mm -hmm. we have something to give and offering this and allowing, like being those beacons that are showing like, this is how you can move through this. This is how you can adapt maybe like Emily says, you know, this is how you can see this challenge as an opportunity and start to model mm-hmm. that behavior and that mentality for someone else. And then there are others of us who need to honor the fact that they need to pull back and they need to heal for themselves and they need to do that yeah. processing on their own. It's going to, we're all going to show up at different times. So it's going to depend yeah. on like, when you do that processing for yourself, are you able to show up before that? Maybe you're one of those individuals who's like, okay, I'm going to get my message. I'm going to get this out there. I'm going to offer And how I can. And then after you do that, you might need to take some time to process Mm -hmm. for yourself. Others of us might need to process and integrate first. Others of us might not process and integrate for years to come. That might serve their energy best. But Mm -hmm. it's really starting to do that internal work and listening to what will serve us and what will support each of us because we can only pour from what's in our own cup. You need to make sure that you're following that process for yourself and then offering put your mask on and then help the person sitting next to you.
0: Right. I love that image. It's always so important to really, Mm -hmm. and it does look different for everyone. You're so right. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. And so what would it mean for you to this term heart leader? What does it mean for you to lead from your heart?
1: For me, leading from my heart is really leading from that, that center point. So our lower chakras are really more of our like experience, our corporeal experience, than our upper chakras are our connection to all that was and is and will be. And that heart is that middle ground. And so for me, it's really been a balance of bringing together the practical and the energetic that I want to be able to offer these beautiful and the deepest woo woo practices out there of like how to align your third eye and how to open and see more and how to get connected with your intuition and. How to connect with the universe and how to, you know, call in those skill sets and those tools that you want to be able to use and access and have within yourself. But then also partner that with practical things, like getting you really comfortable talking and being and existing with money, like being completely satisfied and supported in your work and being healthy in your body and having amazing relationships, and allowing creativity to move through you and Getting your business to an abundance place and getting your business to a space where you're working with people you really want to work with. balancing both of those, I see them as the infinity loop moving through that heart centered space. So every time I'm in the practical, it comes back to the heart, then goes through the energetic. And every time I'm in the energetic, it comes back to the heart and then moves through the practical. And then I'm constantly blending my experience in the two sides. And so for me, that's both blending practical and energetic, but blending the fire and the water and the earth and the air and coming back and forth and sometimes I spend a lot more time on one side and then move through the the other very quickly Mm -hmm. especially with the divine feminine and divine masculine I spent a long time in the divine masculine and so when I came back it felt like I had moved very deeply very quickly through the divine feminine was kind of jumping back to the masculine for safety and security Mm -hmm. and now I'm in this like deep loop of Standing in the divine feminine working with the divine feminine honoring it and just like holding that space and being in that space together so bringing everything back to that heart place that center point of our energetic system what it means to be a heart leader
0: i love that and i love the image of the infinity loop um mm-hmm. i was actually thinking about kind of for me, what it means to lead and live from the heart space the other day. And I had this um, image of the heartbeats, you know, how mm-hmm. on a graph it shows the heartbeat and going up and down. Yeah. And it was actually similar to what you're saying, except that it wasn't the loop, but I love it. It was yeah. more like going from the lower chakras to the upper chakras and back up and down, yeah. up and down, and then connecting through the heart yeah. and the heart center and the heart space and the heart chakra. So I love oh, how yeah. you um explained it same so beautifully. Mi- same
1: message different visual yes
0: exactly how each of us processes that.
1: that coming back and returning and moving forward mm-hmm. and returning and that that deep spiral of healing that you know what I mean yeah. it's not a linear process it's a moving back and forth no. it's a move back down it's moving deeper and deeper through that integration point that same message can mean so many different things at different times
0: Absolutely. And just one thing, because you were mentioning money, and this has been coming Mm -hmm. up more and more, money in spirituality and in these times. Um, Can you talk a little bit about what, I guess, conscious wealth or money in general means to you, abundance, all those things? I'd love Mm -hmm. to have your perspective on that.
1: Money is such an important topic for spiritual beings and spiritual women specifically to talk about. Yeah. For a long time, we've been programmed about money and especially as women the fact that like it's still pretty recent that we've been holding our own money in charge of our own money able to become Mm -hmm. as financially abundant or more than our male counterparts experience so processing money is super important money is this currency that we've decided as a full society for the most part that this is what it means to offer an energetic risk exchange And so Mm -hmm. dealing with money is a necessary part of our both human experience and our energetic experience. It is just vibration. It is just frequency. It is just energy like anything else. But it's an energy currency that we've determined really speaks across the board. And so it's really important for us to dive in, us to experience it. It's also extremely important for us to be compensated for this work. One of the, my favorite messages that I ever got when I was first developing my brand and my business was there are always more people who need healing than our healers. So it's your job to get your message out there. It's your job to offer support. And mm-hmm. you know, we're shifting the sales understanding that we're not just selling, but we're offering and we're sharing and we're you know becoming yeah. these beacons of light so that those people who need the work that we have can find us and so that it's not forcing the wrong people, it's finding the right people. And it becomes mm-hmm. no longer a sale, it just becomes an offering, it just becomes, you know, I'm getting my message out there. So those people who need this would benefit from this, where the ripple effect would be so great and find me. And so starting mm-hmm. to understand money and abundance and wealth, in a different way, in an energetic way, and shifting out of those lower vibrations that tell us it's wrong to want money, it's greedy, yeah. it you know it's going to make you a bad person. Money is the root of all evil. Money doesn't grow on trees. You have to work super hard for <laughs> it. And it's taking a look at all of those things that have been integrated and programmed into you from a really young yeah. age that you might not consciously be operating from, but that offer duplicity in any of your you know manifestation practices. So money is important Mm -hmm. y'all let's talk about it more let's address it more let's make more of it let's spend more of it let's invest more of it let's save more of it let's donate more of it let's just yeah get more comfortable with this conversation turn it into a respectful partnership a respectful friendship it's an energetic exchange just like anything Mm -hmm. else
0: Thank you so much for yeah, sharing welcome. that, and I think it is really important to start taking our power back when it comes to money, especially as women, as heart leaders, or mm-hmm. light workers, whatever we we call ourselves, healers, all those things. Because when we have the means, we can, you know, have, like give back to our oh, communities, yeah. to our support our families and donate to charity and all those causes that we believe in. And if we don't, then we can't do that. So I think it's really important to heal that relationship with money. And like you said,
1: women make money make change with our money. We make really intentional choices with our money. And especially as part leaders, the ripple effect of you becoming more well compensated, you you know, moving out of money as this fear based thing, money as need-based thing into overflow allows you to really align your intention with your abundance so that where Mm -hmm. you're spending is really intentional who you're spending on is really intentional we're able to offer our gifts at for free or at a discount in ways that feel Mm -hmm. really aligned because we no longer have to make money to take care of these technical things we've moved past that space of moving from paycheck to paycheck or moving from just getting by to more than enough And when you're in that vibration of more than enough, we spend intentionally, we donate intentionally, we give back of our gift. And again, that ripple effect is just huge. So it serves you, it serves your immediate circle, and it serves the planet for you to be compensated.
0: Such an important conversation. Thank you for explaining that so beautifully. Um, Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. And oh, I feel like I have so many more questions, (laughs) but at the same time, it's like approaching um, the 50 minute mark (laughs) and I don't want it to be too long for everyone. But um, just a few things to end. Uh, How can we work with you and where can we find you and how can we support you? So that's a few questions, but yeah. So
1: you guys can find me. um, My main platforms are Instagram and my handle is at O-U-R-A-N-D-A-R-E. So our and our. And then my private Facebook group is where I spend a ton of time and offer my most magical content, tons of live mm-hmm. video support pieces, lots of education on all of these yeah. things. And I offer my community, So healers I work with, other clients of mine, healers that I love to offer events with, tons of split screens and educational places and spaces for you to enjoy. And that's facebook.com mm-hmm. group slash hour and hour. Then you can also check okay. out my website if you want to learn more about my services. So our and and my main containers, as I mentioned before, are 60 and 90 day completely customized coaching programs. So if you are okay. looking to dive deeper into your intuition, if you're a solopreneur and you're ready to take your business to the next level, you're ready for healing and deeper integration. Or if you're at that point where you have so many of the things that you decided you wanted and you don't feel that deep satisfaction, that deep fulfillment, mm-hmm. A lot of my clients come to me at that place. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go deeper. I'm ready to heal further. Yeah. I'm ready to have more and just shift out of any of that duplicity. call and only what I want, not what I don't. Let's chat. Yeah. I'd love to work with you.
0: Wow. Love it. I'll put all of that in the show notes so oh. that people can find you, connect with you, follow you and support you, and hopefully work with you.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. That means a lot.
0: Thank you so much for this beautiful conversation, for your time, your energy, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thank you.